0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia. Want
0: to remind you about AMI Plus, ladies and gentlemen? The new AMI platform features a slick, modern look and puts AMI original award-winning content at the forefront. AMI is fully compatible with assistive technology, including screen readers and magnifiers and windows, apples uh, and uh, platforms, and so many of our devices that are out there, folks. So check it out. That's AMI And, uh, how you like it they want the feedback too so give it to them more than they can handle just handle it hand it because we want it to be a perfect site where you go to to get all your content from ami kelly McDonald here with ramia muthan let's
1: talk tv this is with our friend greg david he's our ami communication specialist bring him on
2: I'm Greg David, and I love TV. Join me on Kelly and Ramya, where we talk about the biggest hits, misses, and trends in television and entertainment.
1: If people want to check out uh, our review of Holly by Stephen King, that's from yesterday's podcast, our book club review at the end of the month on Kelly and Ramya. That was with Greg also. But Greg, today you're back because we want to talk about um, Friends. It's around the sad passing of Matthew Perry. He died this weekend or last Saturday. Saturday? I think it was yeah. Saturday. Yep. Yeah. And everybody knows him as Chandler from Friends. And we want to talk about the history of Friends and everything around that uh, through this conversation. But first, let's talk about the actual passing of Matthew Perry. How did you feel? What did you go through when you learned about his passing? Were you a fan?
2: Yeah, I was a fan. I, I've been watching Friends since the very beginning It was when it was originally on broadcast television. So obviously knew about him. The fact that he's Canadian uh, was always a point of pride for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm 50, I, I'm 52. So he's only he was only two years older than me. So the deaths of these Hollywood stars really is, is starting to hit me hard, especially when they're a few years around me. I mean, obviously, it's it's been well known. Matthew Perry spoke about all the troubles that he's had in the past um, regarding addiction and then the toll that it took on his body Um, but still you know when somebody like this that that his performances on friends and other projects kind of move transcended kind of generations right Mm -hmm. because Ramya you're you're a huge uh, fan of friends so when it transcends generations like that everybody really feels it
1: and did you watch him on other projects Greg
2: uh, yeah so studio 60 on the sunset strip that was the show that came out after friends ended so that was a dramatic role for him and I really really liked it it unfortunately was uh it was cancelled I think too soon Aaron Sorkin was the creator of that show and and it quickly got into trouble with scripts running behind uh, it wasn't as well rated as another show that came out at that same time which was 30 rock the sitcom right so you've got a yep. sitcom about uh, about a program and then you've got studio 60. so uh yeah I liked it I'd see him in uh, in other projects as well so yeah but I mean Friends is you know what everybody knew him from
0: Mm -hmm.
2: now uh, Rami I wanted to ask you because you've read his memoir so um, what were your thoughts before we start talking about Friends what were your thoughts about the memoir because I I myself haven't read it and Kelly I don't think you have either
0: no I'm also curious about the Canadian angle because we that's one thing about him that as much as i'm not a, a, a was not a, a, a fan of friends certainly familiar mm-hmm. enough with the program mm-hmm. but really was just always and always have been proud of our canadians when they get out there and you see them yep. having success and definitely what a talent
1: well he has this bit right where um he talks about justin trudeau uh, b- Egging him on to have a right. fighting match or whatever, a punching match, yeah. and, yes. and, and that came up in the book also. He was he really talked about Canada. Like he shouted out Canada and growing up in Ottawa, uh, here, and then having to move around because of trying to find gigs and being a comedian. But mm-hmm. I loved his memoir. It's called Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. I believe that's what it's called. And yes. um, he was just so candid. Honestly, it was so refreshing. He's an incredible writer. I did not expect that. I didn't realize how much writing he'd done uh, through his shows or how much of like that, you know, let me just try something out um, kind of attitude with his comedy on Friends and otherwise. But he was... His memoir was just it flew off the page and uh, he's so funny lots of laugh out loud moments and he was absolutely candid about all the things that we knew about him about what we didn't know um his struggle with not just narcotics and substance abuse but with loneliness with uh, attaining and retaining relationships mm. just everything everything and it, it, there was so much um candor There was so much vulnerability. Uh, He led us into, like, educationally led us into things like addiction uh, and other medical situations that he's went through. I honestly can go on and on because it was so brilliantly written. If you're a fan of Matthew Perry or if you feel any kind of, you know, feel stabbed in some way from his loss, I would say pick up his memoir because it's so... Oh, that's great. Yeah.
2: That's a a great recommendation. I'm going to add that to uh, my Christmas list, Santa, Mm -hmm. if you're listening.
0: Okay, Santa. Um, So here's the question. Did he do that fight thing? No, no, it was just like a Twitter war or something. (laughs) Well, this was a weird thing that was going on when, when Justin Trudeau was at AMI and we did this interview several years back with him before he became prime minister. I remember him talking about doing this stuff and there were so many celebrities and it's interesting you mentioned that. And I wondered, oh, did he end up doing one of those? Because there was definitely... This challenge yeah. and, and Trudeau's. was just like this cute that. thing that they That's got wild. into. Yeah, it was nice. Well, he had quite an involvement, apparently, with a lot of the uh, politic, uh, politicians. Oh, yeah. Um, you want to talk about Friends, you too? Uh, how did the show, Greg, come about in the first place?
2: yeah so for those that don't know that you're watching it on streaming services uh friends debuted on thursday september the 22nd 1994 and ran for 10 seasons that's 234 episodes and it ended its run on may the 6th 2004 and some interesting history on the show because the co-creators david crane and marta kaufman they'd started developing uh three new tv pilots uh that were uh going to hopefully premiere in 1994 they had both both previously worked on a show called Family Album that was on CBS in 1993 and so they were kicking around these ideas and one of them was about they wanted decided to pitch this series about six people in their twenties making their way in Manhattan, and they took that pitch to NBC because they thought that that would be the the, uh, the best fit. Um, we've spoken about Thursday Night Must See TV on NBC, so it makes sense that Kaufman and Crane would do that. And uh, when they presented the idea to their production partner Kevin Bright, uh, he was on board. He'd served as an executive producer uh, on a project the three of them had worked on called Dream On, that was on HBO. Uh, so anyway, um, Crane and Kaufman started thinking about the time when they finished college and started living by themselves in New York City. And the the title that they originally came up came up with was insomnia cafe Ew. it wasn't called friends it was called insomnia <laughs> yeah. cafe and they pitched it as a seven page treatment to nbc in 1993 and that was when warren little littlefield who was then the president of nbc uh he was on board because he was seeking a comedy at that time involving young people living together um and so they said we love it and they immediately ordered a pilot and uh, took three days for Kaufman and Crane to write the pilot script for the show. That they, instead of uh, Insomnia Cafe, they evolved the title into Friends Like Us. Mm-hmm. And NBC liked the script and ordered the series. And they changed the title to Six of One, uh, mainly <laughs> wow, because that they wow. felt like fr- Yeah, and mainly because they felt Friends Like Us was too similar to the ABC sitcom These Friends of Mine, uh, which was on the air at that time. So I always love those stories about how the idea the ideas came about and then like best of all the titles because you think would we have been sitting around no. talking about a show that was called insomnia cafe
0: not at all oh my god or the uh <laughs> greg i do got to say it very interesting little side note you were you brought up again the thursday night power mm-hmm. we know also that last week richard mall passed away yes. on thursday and uh from from of course uh, night court um mm-hmm. and just such a strange thing since those were the big powerhouse shows on the thursday night yeah yep absolutely
1: i uh, want to talk about the casting so how was the cast yes. chosen there's a story there are all these stories but uh like even lisa kudrow has her own story but jennifer aniston has one about not originally being rachel
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, once this uh, the, the was announced to kind of the Hollywood um, actors and actresses that this show was going to be a go on NBC, um, Warren Littlefield said that he got calls from every agent in town because they wanted their clients to be part of the show. The casting director for Friends shortlisted 1,000 actors who had applied for each role. Each role. Uh, and so they whittled that down to 75. Um, uh Marta Kaufman, uh, the, the executive producers had worked with David Schwimmer in the past, so they uh wrote the character of Ross with him in mind, and he was the very first actor cast. And funnily enough, he was viewed as the star of the show, so it yeah. became very yeah. much an ensemble. But in the very beginning, the idea was that it was going to be based around David Schwimmer's character I more so than the others. Something
1: to anchor from. Jeez. Yep, yeah, yep.
2: Yeah. And uh, Courtney Cox wanted to play the role of Monica because she liked the strong characters. But the producers had her in mind to play Rachel because of her cheery, upbeat energy. Um, That was not how they envisioned Monica. So they decided that they wanted Courtney Cox to to play Rachel. But after she auditioned for the role, they agreed with Courtney Cox and she got the role Mm. of, of Monica. Um, Matt LeBlanc's character was kind of like a a cookie cutter kind of dumb guy type of character. Um, But he came in and played it kind of differently, which they really, really uh, liked. And, um, the executive the network actually told the show creators that they wanted Matt LeBlanc in that role even though they weren't sure whether they were going to whether they they liked him in the role or not the network pushed them to cast him so that oh. was how that happened and Jennifer Aniston, Matthew Perry and Lucy Kudrow were all cast based on their auditions so really really interesting stories on all six of them and how they ended up being mm-hmm. on friends
0: I remember trying to watch it this is this is the thing about it. I can I can handle one episode I certainly can sit there and laugh never could get so into I remember being a Days of Our Lives fan and finding yeah. out that the uh, John John uh, Aniston's daughter was was in yes. that show so I thought mm-hmm. oh okay I, I better give some support and check that out because they also started to fold that in yes, in its own different. way within to the program so really cool yeah. everyone seems yeah, he to ended have up that Sorry, go ahead. Uh,
2: I was just going to say he ended up being on the show as a guest star. But the biggest thing that Jennifer Aniston had been in uh, before Friends was a horror movie called Leprechaun.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Whoa, so total different. Uh, Everyone seems to have a favorite episode. What was yours, Greg?
2: Oh, wow. Okay, so my favorite one is the one with the prom video uh, because friends managed to keep Rachel and Ross apart for the entire first season before they finally uh, became a couple in season two. Uh, but after only one episode, they they uh, they they broke up uh, until Rachel saw an old video of her prom night revealing just how much Ross had always been there for her uh, because Chip, her, Rachel's original date, hadn't shown up. And so Ross, at the suggestion of his parents, put on his dad's tux, to step up and take Rachel to the prom only come downstairs and find out that she'd gone off with her intended date after all. And uh, you know they had all watched this video, and Ross was really embarrassed about it being shown again. Um, but at the end of the watching the old videotape, Rachel immediately went over to Ross and, and kissed him. And Aww. it gives me chills. It gives me chills talking about it still because I'll remember Phoebe saying, um, you know, she's uh, he's her he's lobster. lobster. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was that was my favorite. Uh, Rami, did you have a favorite episode?
1: I don't have a favorite episode. I love okay. the. I think the Thanksgiving one where Joey's head was got stuck in say, the door that's one
0: right. i kind of like i like that one <laughs>
1: that's the one i love chandler for because he was like my cranberries
0: <laughs> yeah i like right, that and... one yeah i like mm-hmm. that one and when he gets shot down working on days of our lives with the actress that uh, that that he's all like so gun ho on that one kills <laughs> yeah. me too that's funny
1: oh god the show did not age well but there were so many good moments greg uh it's available for streaming on crave in canada yep. right anything else you want to yep. say about that Yeah, uh, I I watched the pilot
2: episode after Matthew Perry passed away. On Sunday, I tuned into Crave and I watched the pilot episode of the show and uh, it still holds up. I mean, obviously the jokes, some of the jokes and cultural references might not be, you know, uh, politically correct anymore, but you can see the heart there. You can see those characters even starting to grow and, you know, uh, the evolution of what they'll be uh, as the seasons go on. And I mean, the cultural impact, I mean, there was the Rachel haircut because of Jennifer Aniston's hairstyle, how you doing, you know, Joey's catchphrase. Um, and I was looking into this, and there are actually some studies where people that wanted to learn English uh watched Friends and learned English yeah. from watching mm. that show. So you can't get any more influential than that. They haven't helped them.
0: <laughs> How you do it? Yeah. It's true
1: though. It, it did huge in places like India where people were just absolutely uh around the friends reunion you were starting to hear just everybody's the influences from friends or friends people want to
0: be want to be connected like that with people mm-hmm. they just love the cajoling the cross the hallway thing it's just so for people i think comforting and that's what thursday night was Greg. comforting oh, yeah. to yeah. you family
1: yeah
2: yeah yeah absolutely
1: awesome greg thank you so much
2: thanks so much for having me guys
1: Greg David, our communications specialist here at AMI, he joins us every other week to talk television. Today, we were going over Friends after the passing of the late Matthew Perry.
0: On the other side of the break, the White House and Google have launched a new virtual tour with audio captions. The Shaq, he's here in a moment to kick off his editions of The Buzz for this week. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv.